to another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, how we got through some shit, and what we learned from shit. I'm Maya. And I'm the D. Podcast family, we appreciate your support. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, tell us what you think, and follow us on all social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. What's up? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. What? Just that fast with the laughing? No, I was doing something. You laughing at me. Because you was laughing. No, I wasn't laughing. I was trying to, um, I actually had to belch and I was trying to like do it in my shirt as opposed to just being like, Ugh, out loud. Oh. It wasn't like I wasn't stifling a laugh. Oh. <laughs> what are we gonna do when we do videos? I can't stifle a burp a burp when I'm <laughs> like when we do videos. <laughs> when we do videos, I'm still gonna be like in my shirt, like trying not to, you know. Uh, so what's up with you? When we do videos, I'm gonna have to be cognizant of what I have on, like I know conscious I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have, have on. on something when we do videos. Yeah, because that's a lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nobody wants to see it. Well, it probably is, but it's not me. <laughs> um, what's going on? How was your week? Uh, it was a week of of right. That's it all you got. Was like, yeah, it just it was a week, and then you know Thanksgiving. It seemed like was like in the middle of the week because I had to work the day after Thanksgiving, and then oh, but today my little sister got engaged. Oh, congratulations! It was very very cute. Nice. It was very cute. Everybody, Everybody got a man. Well, well, they've been together for a while. I'm just saying. That means she had a date. Now she has a date. Right. Oh, my God. Forever. Right. Yes. And they got Good a little her. dog. They bought a house a couple oh, months nice. ago. And they've been together for a few years now. And oh, good. he proposed. She said yes. It was really cute. Everybody was there. It was nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations, Connie and Ben. They're meant for each other. He really gets all her quirkiness and, mm-hmm. you know, it's great. Good. Good for them. Yeah. So what's up with you? Not much. Um, my week was cool. I I mean, the it week was... It was a week, right? No, and it really what it is is because Thanksgiving came and went. It's like, it was Thanksgiving, now it's not. It's, right. It just didn't feel like it was long. I mean... But we had a good-ass time on Thanksgiving. If you have not checked out our Instagram story, I have it highlighted um, under Thanksgiving 2018. Check it out because my <laughs> family was in rare form. That wasn't I, rare. That was regular. No, but <laughs> it was rare for me to capture it on video. Because right. <laughs> usually I capture it on video, but not for everybody to see. But boy, I tell you. James was doing the move. He <laughs> did it up. <laughs> he did not disappoint. So if you have not, check 
it out because my cousin, boy, I tell you, when I say he put on a show, he sang, he danced, he, man, doing it up. Good ass times, mm. <laughs> good ass times. But other than that, I um, oh, I got a new tattoo. Mm, what you get? I got a black butterfly, and it spells out power. Mm. You know, black, black power. power. Mm-hmm. All about me. And, um, yeah, I really love it. Mm, that's two tattoos in one year. It is. I don't know. Well, I tell you, I'm getting into that next check box, and I don't know how to act. But, no, this is my last tattoo. Yeah. I, well, it's my last tattoo unless I get my one other tattoo covered up. If I get my other tattoo covered up, then that'll be it. And I'm really just getting that touched up but made better, you know, because it's old. But if I don't get that done, I'm not getting no more tattoos. This is it. You but I have another tattoo. No, I'm really not. Unless I get the rolls, you know, bigger or made better, like I said, touched up or whatever, I'm not getting any more. I've been wanting a black butterfly for a you long time. To. I thought you wanted it on your foot, though. Yeah, but that was like then. Oh, excuse me. I'm... And that was like a little small dainty tattoo. This tattoo is definitely bigger than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But again, I love it. So it's cool. It's me. You know, the black power thing is definitely me. So mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm done with tattoos. I want a couple more, but the one that I have just faded. Mm-hmm. It faded so fast and so bad that people thought I was getting it removed. Mm-hmm. So I just figured that was God's way of telling me I never told you, you to get a tattoo. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just let it go. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, it would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get my whole body. My problem with tattoos is where to get it. You know, I don't want tattoos on my uh, arms or on my lower legs. Where people can see it, like, or with your dress. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, it's always like, well, where do you get it? I got this new one on my upper thigh. I got another one on my upper thigh on the mm-hmm. other side and then I got two on my back and so now it's done because there's nowhere else to put them you know what right. I'm saying but you still will wear a backless outfit oh yeah that's not the yeah of course I wear a lot of stuff this it's, it's not that I have a problem with my tattoo showing I just don't want any on my arm in my upper arm or in my lower or nowhere really on my arms unless I got like a little small dainty one on my wrist mm-hmm. in the inside of my wrist but I doubt if I do that and I don't want anything on my lower legs oh. so I so tattoos are tricky for me because while I do like them it's like okay where do you put them I got like a big one on my back one on my lower back unless I get something on the other side of my back it's like and that's gonna look goofy so yeah, I'm good so this is it no, until you think of something else. No, but that's been the problem for forever because I haven't been able to think about what I want. I've always wanted the black butterfly. Right, so yeah, it's like I, I got that. Then I wanted the black butterfly to spell out black is beautiful, remember? Mm-hmm. But then I didn't think I was getting no more tattoos after I got this last one done. So I was like, well, just put black is beautiful on that one. So. Okay. I got the black butterfly. It boils down to that's it. That's what it is. Unless I get the rose cover. And then if I don't, then 
this is my last hurrah. Because it ain't like I'm going to get married. I'm going to get my husband's name on it. I was just about to say, what if you get a boo and y'all get matching tattoos of something? It doesn't have to be their name because I personally would not get another person's name that is not going to be connected to me forever. Like, yeah. my mom is always going to be my mom. Right. My dad is always going to be my dad. My children, they're always going to be yeah, my children. Yeah, I have my grandparents' name right. on me, yeah. but they're my grandparents. Exactly. I wouldn't get a man's name tattooed on me and uh, a man has my name tattooed on them but that was their decision it wasn't like we made it together like mm-hmm. oh let's get a tattoo you know he made the decision to get it as a grand gesture it was nice cool i mean it ain't stopped nothing from happening right you know what i'm saying <laughs> or not happening but exactly okay. so yeah but i would get um but what if y'all got something that he'd be like babe let's get yeah, like if we say, if, something, let's just something. say we said, let's get a crown. Right. And then I was like, okay, I might do that. Sure. Because it's a crown. If we're not mm-hmm. together anymore or if You're like, I just never know you. I'm exactly. Right. But I wouldn't do like, you know. Rashid. Yeah. Hell no. On. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah. I don't give a hell if Rashid was my husband. If me and Rashid was together for 50 years. No, I'm not. And I don't, I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with people who do it. It's just necessarily not for me. Mm-hmm. And what if he wanted it on your arm? If he wanted it on my arm, like a your like crown. the crown. Yeah, like uh, in the inside of my wrist, like a small one. We could do that. But I ain't getting no big ass crown on my forearm. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm his queen. Nah. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying? That's No, because I don't want tattoos there. Right. So if that's what he's on, no, that's a deal breaker for me. And it ain't like, it's like brand yourself because everyone's going to know on your arm. Mm-hmm. Like we could get it. I'm cool with it, but it ain't going to be there. That's all. So if you out there, feature boom, and you want to get like the matching tattoos, I'm with it. Not the names, but like a thing that's our thing. Sure. Hmm. You brave. Yeah, I mean, listen, happens. I'm done. So, who did some shit this week? Who did some shit this week? Well, this week I wanted to touch on a couple of things. First, I wanted to talk about. Did you hear that Takashi? Do you know who Takashi Six Nine is? Um, yeah, no. Okay, Takashi Six Nine is like one of the new rappers, and oh, he's new, and you expected me to know who he was? Exactly. I uh, know. Okay, well, okay. he's new, and he's he falls into that like new age mumble rap type thing. But I guess he'd be saying trap stuff. music. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really brought it up not just because it's like oh a big deal that Takashi got uh, arrested because okay, you don't even really know who he is. I don't listen to none of his music. Mm -hmm. I brought it up more so because this boy is young, like 24, 20, between 22 and 24. Mm -hmm. And he just got arrested by the feds. Oh, so it's not like he was doing something. Can you say mandatory minimums? Hello. Okay. So it's not like he was doing something and then he just got arrested for it or whatever. Right. All right. When the feds come for you, in case people don't know, they come because they know that they can convict. They have a 95% conviction rate for a reason. Because when they come, they have already watched you. They already know that their case is sealed. Mm-hmm. They already have cooperation going on. All of that. So when they come, they're coming for a reason. Right. Now, you caught up in a a case where you could be facing 35 years to life. What? And I brought it up because it's over some street shit. 
So he was a hustler before he became got into music? No. I, I don't know what he was doing before he got into music. He's not like a 50 cent, like, yeah, I was out here, I was grinding, mm-hmm. I got shot nine times. Not like that. I think that he was like a kid, you know, caught up in gangs. Mm-hmm. And because he's like allegedly a blood, you know, mm-hmm. and he allegedly was out here just living reckless. I brought it up, like I said, for two reasons. One, because he young and you caught up in some street shit when you was doing better for yourself. You could have let it go. And everybody want to be caught up in street shit until street shit happens. Right. So another reason why I brought it up is because of Internet shit. These young kids is really going to let the Internet do two things. Get them locked up for the rest of their life and get them murdered. Mm. Because he was a terror on the internet. Like, literally a terror on the internet. He was, you know, constantly making videos, constantly going at people, you know, thinking that he was untouchable. The whole nine. Threatening people on the internet. He thought rap was going to protect him? Yeah. Oh, okay. He thought rap and then a gang, I guess, was going to protect him. But the bottom line is when you out here and you living reckless and you doing the shit that he was doing, it comes back to you. It just came back to him real quick because he'd been out for like a year. And I'm, I'm saying it because these young kids need to take heed to the fact that when you out here and you think it's just internet shit, it's not internet shit. Like people are watching what you're doing, i.e. the feds. Mm -hmm. They are using the internet to convict. Right. You. Absolutely. They're using the internet to put you under the jail. They're using the internet to be able to build their case. And you crazy kids just keep giving them you might you may as well just like serve you up on a silver platter lay yourself out and say here here you go put me in jail for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. because that's what happens when you're doing all of this stuff on the internet and it's just like well you know what the people say about the internet now they just say that oh that's just me talking oh that's just how social media is oh and i mean really they use that as a defense in court yes but and it's like, oh, no, that's just what people do. Oh, everything on the Internet is not real. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not real until it's real. It, exactly. And this is the thing. She's that's the way that real. he is. Exactly. <laughs> that's the way that he was living. He was living like it's not real until now. It's real. When he has racketeering charges against him, mm-hmm. he has uh, kidnapping charges against him. He has, I don't know if he has any, no kind of like murder or anything like that. But the people that he was affiliated with, the people that he was repping, mm-hmm. you know, all those people, they got locked up too. And they real street people. Oh, you're not real street people. Mm-hmm. And now you're caught up in real street shit because you wanted to be affiliated with real street shit. Mm-hmm. And this is what real street shit gets you. I just want people to really like take heed to the fact that if you're not in that life, you ain't trying to be a part of that life. You're not trying to have the consequences that come with that life. Stay out of that life. Just he wore rainbow color hair, rainbow grills, mm. just whatever. Rainbow do, grill? Yeah, rainbow um, grill. Like, do that. Be a gimmicky rapper mm. and stay out of the street shit because you're not built like that. Now they didn't transfer this boy to a prison, allegedly, that people that are ratting go to. 
And they have made it headline news that they transfer him to a place where rats go. So now, mm. here we go. Shit that you really and He wasn't. already got the rainbow, so he about to be singing like a canary. I Hello. get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And you know what? It's really a shame because, you know, first of all, say it with me, people. It's the Fed. Mandatory minimums. No doubt. They have it for every single charge no that doubt. they come up with. They have mandatory minimums for everything. But, you know, I think a lot of times these young rappers like Biggie caught a case when he was starting to get famous. But somebody took the hit for him mm-hmm. and, and went to jail for him. But that was a state case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and and Snoop. Yeah. Called a charge that was and also a state, a mur- and he, he, beat, he beat a murder, a murder charge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that was a that was also a state case. You know, so I don't know what y'all thinking. That you know, a you don't get out of Fed stuff like this, right. and even if you sing, you usually got to do time. some kind of time. <laughs> and if you sing and you affiliated with real street people, you gonna have real consequences from that too. Yeah. I well, nowadays with sure. the way that the world is going, anybody could do anything. <sighs> they could snitch. They could come home. They could just and anything can happen. He could come home and still have a career and all of that. But I just brought it up because, like I said, take heed to the fact that if you're not trying to be dealing with the consequences that come from that life just stay out of that life the next thing speaking of snoop dog you know snoop received a um star on the hollywood walk of fame yes and i thought that was well overdue i um, know he's been out for a long time he deserves it and so congratulations to snoop i just think that um I don't know long overdue. I think I definitely think he deserves it. I definitely think he deserves it. But you know what the funniest thing about this whole thing is with me with with Snoop to me is like, um, you know, Snoop getting a star in a Hollywood Walk of Fame like, oh, yeah, that's good. You know, believable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Snoop doing a show with Martha Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> but it works for but him. It works for him. It works you know for him. Mean? Yeah, Snoop so continues to reinvent himself so all the time. Yeah, and I said it was well overdue just because people are getting stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that ain't done nothing. Exactly. Snoop has been out since the early '90s. Snoop has been. Pro- productive and producing Mm -hmm. you know he's continued to reinvent himself he puts out good music quality stuff you know and that's the reason why i said it's well overdue because you got people that's been out for like a year and it's like oh they done so much because in a minute they gonna give and this is no shade to her because i really like her you know a lot but in a minute they gonna give tiffany haddish a hollywood uh star and she's been out for a little bit of time she's had a couple of movies she's been successful and Mm -hmm. hats off to her but what i'm saying is has she put in the work where it's like oh you know what okay you deserve this and and the hollywood walk of fame stuff is all political it's you know i think people pay for it or people uh come you know they petition for you to get it oh really yeah it's not like a thing like it's a committee and they're like oh who we gonna give it to this year it's like it's like a, a, a people people's put, choice award. Yeah, kind of, so to oh, speak. Okay. Yeah, and I think you pay for it. I think they got to pay for it or something well, like I'm that. Gonna I'm going to do the research. That's, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know it was all like that. But, yeah, I just think that's a, um, 
you know, that's a nice honor for him. I also like in his career how, because he started out with the gangster rap stuff, even though, you know, mm-hmm. the music was, you know, I was like, uh, it's a I'm still like, mm-hmm. Bobby too and everything, you know. But um, also during his career, he highlighted uh, fatherhood. Yep. And, um, you know, being a husband. Yeah. And, you know, doing those kind of things. So Working I, with the youth. youth. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, he did it mostly when his kids were going through, but so what? Me too. No, you now know? he does. He, now now he's Coach Snoop. You know, he has a documentary right. out on right. Netflix. Yeah. But he's, I'm saying he started yeah, when, his when his kids, kids. were in mm-hmm. the, um, you know, little little leagues and mm-hmm. all that other kind of stuff. And it brings light to, you know, they're real people too. Yeah. You know, they're sure. real people too. And something is, like fatherhood, you know, changed his way mm-hmm. of life. And he mm-hmm. stopped nobody from smoking weed, but hey. You know. Listen, it's from the earth. It's from the earth. Do you? <laughs> and, and he been just fine doing That's it. Right. So congratulations, That's right. congratulations to Snoop. Then yes. on another congratulatory note, uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne oh, Wade had their baby first baby together too. via surrogate. Uh, that baby is looks beautiful. You think so? I think the baby. Yeah, I think cute. that she's beautiful. But what I will say is that baby Dwayne. looks exactly. <laughs> Like Dwayne Wade. I mean, if you let me tell you something, don't they can't break up and he be like, "That ain't my baby. That's your baby. That baby is the spitting image." And I thought his sons looked just like him, but he must got some strong ass genes, cause goodness gracious. But um, yeah, congratulations to them. I really am happy for them as a celebrity couple to be happy for somebody. I'm happy for them because Gabrielle Union talked about that in her book how she had had like nine miscarriages Mm -hmm. and to experience something like one miscarriage i don't think that people really realize how much it is to bring a child into this world people definitely take having children for granted yeah and and even like when you are able to produce children and carry them right what a woman has to go through to bring a child into this world like people lose their lives every day to be able to bring children into this world and so for her to have suffered and nine miscarriages and to keep going right because that is just strength to even keep going like let's try and so they welcome their daughter um her name is Kavaya James and they welcomed her via surrogate and so it's just nice and you know what people are so damn ignorant they was talking like, about the surrogacy? Not about the surrogacy oh. so much as, well, why was she in the hospital with a damn hospital gown on? Like, she delivered the baby and this, that, and the third. Like, first of all, when people adopt children, when they have children via surrogate, they are in the delivery with room with them. Right. They are the first person that the child touches right that mother to child skin to skin, skin exactly. it makes exactly. a difference when that child right. first parent, comes out of the, right when exactly. a child first comes out of the womb and so that's the reason why she was in the hospital that's the reason why she had a hospital gown on i know that my own girlfriend when she adopted her baby she was in the delivery room when that baby came out they handed the baby to her, mm-hmm. you know, not to the uh, young lady who gave birth to right. her. And that's her mother, just like Gabrielle Union is that baby's mother. And so congratulations to them. Right, because the baby is biologically theirs. Yeah, it's yeah. her egg and His Dwayne sperm. Wade's mm-hmm. sperm. And it right. just was implanted into a woman who was able a to womb. carry womb. Right, the Why baby mm-hmm. for them. Right, And so, and it happens all the time. 
every day, every day. So bravo to them and congratulations. And I, I wish them nothing but the best. And I think well, for me, my last who did some shit would be congratulations. We're just congratulating everybody, everybody. today. Congratulations to Cicely Tyson, who received her first Oscar. Yes. In her whole career. The Oscar, um, the Academy. What is it? I was mm-hmm. going to say the Academy, Oscar. Right. Yeah, the Oscar Academy awarded her an honorary Oscar. She's 93 years young. Looks fabulous, and she came out. What when did Sounder come out? I was about to say, you know, that was her first role, yeah, Sounder, Sounder. and she was already grown, yes, like grown, grown, yeah, like Sounder. Because I used to say, Well, how the hell is she? Because I this is no shade, but I used to be like, like yeah, because I used to be like, damn, Cicely Tyson look old as hell and sounder. She looked older and sounder than she did does now to me. Mm-hmm. But sounder, I think, came out in 1974 or 19. 19- was it that long? Yeah, it definitely came out in the early 70s before I was born. Mm. Yeah, we're going to look that up. But yeah, yeah, sounder came out in the early 70s and she that was her first role. Right. And so. Out of all of the movies she's been in, out of all of the wonderful roles that she's played, she's never won an Oscar. And so now she finally has an Oscar. And and heads off to Cicely Tyson. That's black excellence, if I ever Absolutely. seen it. Now, that's something that's Absolutely. long overdue, you know. And I am glad that they gave her her flowers while she could still smell them instead of honoring her if god forbid something happened to her so congratulations founder came out before i was born it would have came out 1960 something <laughs> i mean that's not saying that you old i'm just saying when when did it come out 1960 something um august 17th 1972 Okay, so I was two years. What year was you born? But you don't have to say your age on it. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. 25 with experience. My yeah, so you was just born, not too long ago, a couple years back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, go ahead, Cicely Tyson. Yes. You did that shit. Sounder. And she should have. We weren't winning Academy Awards back then, and she no. certainly should have won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, that was a very good movie. It was. I I feel like Cicely Tyson hasn't played a bad role. It's not no. one thing that I could say like, girl, when she was in, whatever she can she can act her ass off. And so, good job, Academy. You got this one right. You mm-hmm. should have been did it, but here here we are. I mean, Angela Bassett should have won for Tina Turner, but you know she'll get hers in due time too. Hmm. So that's what I got for uh, who did some shit. Did you have anything? Well, my who did some shit is some other shit that's on my mind. Okay. Because, um, you know, after the holiday season, I really do like Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I like the whole family, food, fun. Food. Um, We didn't pick a Pollyanna, did we? No, and that's the same thing my mom said. She was like, damn, we didn't even pick Pollyanna. And I was like, I know. Maybe tomorrow. Anyway, um, I I really like Thanksgiving. Um, but one thing that really, uh, and this has been for like a, years and years and years, I really don't like is Black Friday. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like stores that's open on Thanksgiving. And at 6 o'clock on Thanksgiving. And like, damn, I got to come in I and ring up ate. a sweater right. when I'm just sitting down to eat. I don't, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like... um when it's time to give thanks and be with family, let's give thanks and mm-hmm. be with family. I don't have nothing against Black Friday deals and things like that, but don't have people killing each other mm-hmm. for this stuff. Now, in New Jersey, there was um, two shootings at two different malls. Mm. Jersey Gardens Mall, Short Hills Mall. There was a robbery in the parking lot of the short. The girl got the stuff that she wanted. When she got to the parking lot, people robbed her of the stuff. People get robbed a lot at Short Um, Hills. This is like, I I mean, you know, this is not the first time that it's happened at Short Hills. People get robbed a lot at Short Hills. I I mean. Yeah, I'm not shopping there. Um, And then the Walmarts. All of the videos from the Walmarts, people snatching and wrestling each other over televisions and things like that. It's just disgusting. Like, do you need something so bad? Well, I mean, a TV for $199, I understand that it's a bargain. But are you going to kill you? I'm not. First of all, I'm not getting up. You know, I don't even like to get up early to go to work. Mm -hmm. So I'm not getting up to get it. Uh, Those cyber deals... You can get the same thing for the same amount of money. Um, I just don't. And it takes away the whole spirit of the holiday. It irks me so bad. Yeah. Uh, It it, it just irks me. It just speaks to also the greed of America because, and I mean, capitalism rules the world. Right. However, it speaks more so to the greed because stores didn't used to be open on Thanksgiving exactly. Day. Stores opened not even that early on Black Friday at one point in time. Right. And then they started opening earlier and earlier. And then, like like you said, they opened up on Thanksgiving Day. And then even when they opened up on Thanksgiving Day, they will open up maybe like at 11 o'clock or something right. like that. Right. And people now, will be getting in line. Right. Now they're opening up at 6 o'clock. And it makes absolutely no sense. And here's the thing. Back in the day, like let's just say when flat screen TVs first came out and flat screen TVs was like $1,500 easy and you could go get into a line and get a flat screen TV for $500, cool. Okay, I could could understand the logic. But this is a news flash in case people didn't know. Flat screen TVs are cheap as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like literally you could get a flat screen TV for the for the hundo like and that's a hundred dollars people i mean like a hundred hundred and ninety nine two fifty right and i'm talking about like a 55 inch you know like it it happens not just on black friday so the point being is is like while you think that you're getting the deal you're really not and black friday shopping deals specifically only benefit doorbusters like i went out yesterday Mm mm-hmm on the late night because I needed to really go get some ginger beer because my stomach was upset and I wanted to get something to soothe my stomach. So I went out to get it. And this is not real beer. It's like what, ginger, ginger, beer. Mm-hmm. ginger beer, whatever. So I went out to go get it and we looking all around in target or whatever. And I'm like thinking like, is this on sale? Is that on sale? Is this on sale? And it's like, no, nothing's on sale. So it really only benefits you if you get up at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. right. You know, I've done it 
when the kids was younger, no, I don't have children, but you know, the kids that I shop for and they wanted bikes and bikes was 200 and he was on a black Friday deal for $50. Yeah. I've went out there and, but now it's just like, it doesn't even make sense. Sales is always out there. It just doesn't make sense. And like you said, you doing, you're like ending up in the hospital, shooting people, robbing people, getting robbed. And for what? Right. And then like a two dollar sweater? For for anything, it's yeah. not worth it. I don't care right. what it is. No, for no thing is worth all of that. And to me, the spirit of the holidays mm-hmm. is just is just that. It's supposed to be a spirit of the holidays. It's the spirit of gratitude, the spirit mm-hmm. of giving, mm-hmm. the spirit of cheer. You know, those are the spirits of the holiday. And that's why I don't commercialize Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've never been into, I used to like Christmas. My mom was really into Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Christmas from the front door all the way to the back. You could barely walk, you know, a whole lot of stuff under the tree. Everybody had their sections. You know, we got Mm -hmm. new bikes every year, new coats every year, new roller skates. I mean, there was just certain things that we always got. Mm -hmm. And, um... But I remember once, and I was young, this was back when the KB Toy Store was in the mall. Mm. You know, KB been going for a while, but... Since 1974. Stop playing. (laughs) It was in 1974. (laughs) I was like nine, because this is my last year liking Christmas. Mm -hmm. I was like nine years old. I was with my mom shopping. That's back when the Cherry Hill Mall had the big bird cage. Remember Mm, the big bird mm -hmm. cage and the Woolworths? And we were over on... I don't remember the Woolworths. It was right across from... In Cherry Hill Mall? Um, what's there? I now? was born in 1997, so I obviously don't remember that. That was there in was 1975. A, outside of Woolworth, the the birdcage was right outside of Woolworth. I don't remember Woolworth in Cherry Hill Mall. Woolworth continue was in Cherry Hill. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we were in the KB Toy Store, and I wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. I had just started not feeling good, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Mom, I don't feel good." She was like, "All right, sit down right there, whatever." She just sat me on this box. And I'm sitting there. I don't know where she went. You know, she looked she at all these people. She was getting you that bike. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> we didn't want for nothing. But, right. you know, all these strange people are walking by me. And I'm feeling gradually worse, worse, worse. Mm. I tried to lay down on the box, but I couldn't. It was too small. So, um, then I, I kind of, like, fell off the box. Mm. And somebody was <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> Somebody was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And I went, got back on the box. And um, I was getting back on the box. And my mom came back. And she was like, oh, what's the matter with you? I said, I don't feel good. She was like, oh, damn it. And, like, I was disturbing her. You was. <laughs> so she put her stuff. I'll never forget this. She put her stuff at the counter or whatever. She picked me up. Took me to like one of the stands or whatever. Got me a ginger ale because you know for black people that's a prescription drug. Everything it fixes everything. <laughs> that and apple cider ale. vinegar. Told these other kids to move over on the bench. You know they used to have benches like mm-hmm. out in the middle. Of, you know in the middle of the mall. Told these other kids that was playing to move over on the bench. Told me to sit this and sit down <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> While I finish shopping. While she finished her shopping mm. at KB Toy Store. And I have never liked Christmas since. <laughs> you didn't fail. Like, a stranger asked you was your really not feeling good. I got put on a bench. No, and the pe- nobody came to, you know. Check no, on you. Right. Like, nobody. Nobody cared about nothing. All they cared about was buying these toys. 
And I was so mad. And I have not liked Christmas since. And mm-hmm. as an adult, I have never, even with my children, I have never commercialized Christmas. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> people were like, you don't have Christmas? I, no, I don't. No, because when I tried to have Christmas, I fell. You know, I right. was sick. I that got left not alone. the spirit of the holidays. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that you don't commercialize Christmas. And I mean, it's a decision that everybody makes. I do feel like Christmas, I commercialize Christmas. I've always liked Christmas. Christmas is a big thing. I mean, to, for me, I give all the time. Especially so to I. the people who I buy Christmas for the immediate family. So they ain't wanting for nothing. It's, you know, Christmas is just like another day. But for me, I always associated Christmas with Grandma McGann. Mm-hmm. And so Christmas is a big deal because it's, it's her birthday. It's right. her birthday, my great grandmother's birthday. And we always had a a big to a do. big to do because it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Everybody, no matter where you were, near or far, you came home for Christmas. Christmas like right. you could do what you want for Thanksgiving, you could do what you want for Easter, you could do what you want. You really can't. <laughs> I you really, was about to say that is not you really true. can't. However, <laughs> act like it's all right. No, but however, <laughs> even like people like Aunt Janice that lived in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, right. this one I lived in North Carolina. You came home for for Christmas. Christmas. And so that's why Christmas is like a big deal for me. You know, and I mean, like, if you don't get anything, it's not like the end of the damn world, Mm -hmm. you know. But I think that we make we have made it so bad. Mm-hmm. with the commercialization of Christmas that it, it makes it feel like it's a big deal if you don't get something, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's not, but it's just the way that the world is, the way that we have made it, capitalism in our own lives, the greed even in our own right. lives. Like, right. you, you, you know, like for me, I ask for stuff for Christmas that I want to get, but I don't but really want to buy myself. <laughs> I'm going to spend, like, I'm going to get it eventually, but if somebody else get it for me, cool. Like, last year, my brother gave me some Uggs. And, like, I love Uggs, but I ain't in no big rush to go out and spend the money for Uggs. So, when he gave them to me, I was like, yes, right. I don't got to get it for myself. Be, right. My mom got me sheets and towels, and I was like, yes, I don't got to get it myself. You know, so it's always stuff like that. But I just always think that Christmas is a big deal just Do you because. put up a tree in your place? Mm-mm. I don't put up no deck. Now, it ain't Christmassy at my house, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just me. Right. And I'm always home. Right. So I don't put nothing up. But I'm going to a reef-making class this year. Oh, are you? You doing it up down there with friends. That's what I was going to say. You get different friends, and then you start doing stuff like making reefs. Because I was like, a reef-making class. Well, I, I, wanted wanted a reef. I said that I want to put a reef on the door at my new place. Oh, okay. I never had a one? desire to... No, because the reef that I'm making is going to be for my mom, and it's going to be like she likes reefs. Yeah, and it's like a she now got, now, she now got fall reef, Halloween reef, yeah. she got Memorial Day reef, she got Veteran Day reef, and I feel like this. If I'm making a reef. Like, I spent money for this to go to a sipping reef. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? It's like you sip drinks and you make reefs. So then I just spent money for this. This is going to be like a family heirloom. That's how I feel. Her reef going to be triangle. She's <laughs> sipping reef. <laughs> <laughs> you can you pick out the you pick out the um you pick out a letter that you want on it. So I put our last uh, the H. The H. Mm-hmm. And that thing, I'm not crafty at all, so I don't even know how it's going to come out. I mean... Oh, so you already bought the stuff? 
you I'm going to a class like how you go to a paint and sip mm-hmm. and they get they like you paint a picture mm-hmm. and you sip wine or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to something like that. But you make reefs. But did you you have to buy the stuff? No, they oh. provide the stuff. Okay. You just pay all this money and you show up. OK, but my friends who I do the book club with, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing as our holiday event. Okay. We making reefs. So now this reef is about to be the bomb. It's going to be a family heirloom. I told my mom, I'm making you something special. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so I, but this year I might put up a little decoration. Oh. Cause I just be feeling like it's gloomy up in my house. Uh, I yeah. never do anything, but I don't put, I have put up Kwanzaa table. Yeah, yeah. I put up a Kwanzaa table. When the kids were small, I really celebrated in the spirit yeah. of Kwanzaa. Um, we would make little crafts. Right. I would get little um, gifts to give away. Like if a kid came over during the Kwanzaa time, um, the table was laid out really nice. Uh, we would sit around as a family, just me and the kids, and yeah. you know, talk about whatever uh, the topic was for that day whatever the principle was um but I didn't do that every year and I remember I had a tree once before Jiggy was born Deja was only like one and a half Mm -hmm. and that's because Tone made me get a tree Mm. and um I'll never forget that and he came to my house early in the morning um you know because he wanted to make sure that I got it headed up and had stuff under there you know for Deja and she had fun but everybody came over because they know I don't like Christmas well I don't commercialize Christmas it's not that I don't like it um they wanted to make sure that you know the baby had a Christmas yeah that was nice make that baby a Christmas because that's how people do yeah of course listen baby but my kids ain't never suffered nothing they are right our baby our new baby Aubrey Mm -hmm. This is Christmas in turn. She three. Christmas is damn near like her favorite holiday. She got a list at three. She was like, I I want a baby doll. I want a new bike. I want this. She tells me all this stuff the other day. And she was like, and I want, and I said, you want all that? She said, yeah, for Christmas. I said, for what? She was like, Christmas. I said, then they got a baby tree, like a little tree. Mm -hmm. She said, I share, I share. Can you get me a tree? And my mom said, a tree? She said, a big one. I'm trying to get a big tree. So you know what? I went to All their right. house. I went to their bullshit. house. And you know what they got? A tree. A big one. Oh, my A goodness. big ass tree. But it just goes to show you that, like, we, we, we groom them up from right. the kids <laughs> all the way up to the adults. But, I mean, I think that with Black Friday, even though it's not important, after Black Friday is Small Business Saturday. Right. Now, Small Business Saturday is something to definitely support. I, yes. I like yeah. Small Business Small Saturday. black businesses. Yes. Specifically. Support black businesses. Yeah. Um, I say it all the time in all my posts and everything, but I like Small Business Saturday. And it's really nice if you go to, um, like, little dress shops mm-hmm. and um, little dress shops to see what they have. I don't care. It's a little coffee shop. Coffee's mm-hmm. nice gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I can, gave that to my staff one year. Right. So Not at this job, but at another job. So supporting black business on um, Small Business Saturday is also very, very important. Did you go out today? You did support a yeah, small I, business. Yeah, I supported a small black business because I got my tattoo and... Um, my tattoo artist is black, mm-hmm. and um, so I supported him. Yeah, I didn't shop at all this year. I well, didn't. I haven't either. My budget is not balancing. My life is in turmoil right now. Yeah, 
It really is. No, this is the crazy part. Before you tell me why your life is in turmoil. I said today to a friend, I said, it's crazy because it's like one minute I had some money. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like. I can't Where's go to Chick-fil-A. Money? Exactly. It's like Exactly. And it just happens one day. Yeah, I, one day exactly. I said, damn, I'm rolling. I'm going to go get me right. some new boots. And then the next day I said, should you eat Chick-fil-A today or peanut butter and jelly? Mm. Peanut butter and jelly one, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. But why is your life in turmoil? I, but I, my, my budget is not balancing. Now, mind you, I haven't done the budget yet. But mm. it's just... <laughs> Like, the stuff that I normally do, it's just not... I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Where's what? my money? Exactly. So, I have to, You want to go like, to the movies? That would be a no. <laughs> right. I, I just think that I have to um, sit down, mm-hmm. you know, get all my bills out, see... what, Look at my bank account, see what I'm buying or something, because something... Is not... Either somebody's stealing from yeah. me, or... Cause, because you're not out buying Christmas. Right, I'm not doing anything different, you right. know, than I normally do. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, what is going on? I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. When I paid for the tattoo, I was like, hmm. this is my last little hurrah, right. because I don't, and I buy Christmas. You know, this year is definitely going to be smaller, and that's not because my budget is not. Or my ends are not meeting. It's really just because I made a decision like all the stuff that I do. What am I going out and spending all of this money for Christmas for? But the people who I buy for Christmas, I mean. You won't get them anyway. I, I am going to get them, but right. it's not going to be um, anything like normal. It's mm-hmm. not going to be anything normal. So. Yeah. So I just. And then we have Cyber Monday. I just yeah. really want to get a deal. I guess people do Cyber Monday. Um, I'll be at work. Well, Cyber Monday is on the computer. I know, but uh, when I'm at work, I don't have time. From the minute I walk through the door mm -hmm. to the minute I'm fighting to leave, which is usually way after the time I get off, Mm -hmm. I am working. Like, I am busy. I can't take two steps, breathe. I go to the bathroom. I come out, and they be like, such and such was looking for you. Like, damn. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I hate stuff like that. Yeah, so um, at work, I'm busy a lot. You know, I have a lot of patients, and um, my team... I was out of the office at a meeting, and um, a new member of my team, she said, boy, when you're not around, they they, they really rely on you. I said, yes, and I don't know why. That First of all, as a team leader, that doesn't look good on me. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you need me around so much? And they all have assignments. Everybody mm-hmm. has something to do. I think they just want me around. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? So it was like children, but, you know, I love my team. I do. I, I really do. I have a good team, but. Anyway, I can't do Cyber Monday at work because I have. Well, like, you have Cyber Monday when you go home. If you need something, time. and if you need something in particular, I need stuff but... in my new place. Oh, okay. I was looking on Wayfair for a nice sofa. Oh, mm-hmm. they expensive to me. Wayfair but, um, to me for certain things. I think that certain things are good and certain things are are, are expensive. But I mean, I you know when you live on your own and you got a lot of bills everything becomes expensive because stuff that I didn't think was expensive in my life at one time, even Christmas gifts. I'm like, how much is that? Right. <laughs> how much is them shirts? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Put that back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where before I used to be like, yeah, throw it in a bag, but mm-hmm. it's different. But Cyber Monday, um, I think is a good thing because of the way the world is. I don't think it's a good thing necessarily because of deals. I think it's a good thing because people is getting shot at the mall and robbed mm-hmm. at the mall. So if you can do something in the 
uh, confines of your own home, then I, I'm all for Cyber Monday. But, but that's the one reason that I'm afraid of Cyber Monday, because I think this is when all the fraud people and all them computer hackers, they mm-hmm. all get ready for Cyber mm-hmm. Monday to get all your card numbers and stuff. I mean, you can't get a Snicker bar with my card, so mm-hmm. I'm not worried for me, but right. I'm worried for other people in society that may be able to get more than a Snicker bar. That's true. I never really thought about it like that, but no, you gave I, me you gave ready. me something to think about. Um, again, I think that all of these things, just I think all of the things, anything for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, whatever, it all depends on what you're looking for. You know, deals come for specifically what you're looking for. But even in that, do your due diligence and like look around and see, you know, what what's what. But I, I think all of that stuff is like relative. Yeah. And it's doorbusters. If you ain't getting a doorbuster, it doesn't really make a difference. But, you know. Hmm. Is that all you got? That was your shit that was on yes, your mind? Yes, that was really what was on my mind. <laughs> It really was. It was it was really irking me. So, I mean, I just hope that people spend the rest of the season doing the things mm-hmm. of the season, getting together with friends and family, mm-hmm. um, you know, enjoying life, doing some volunteer work, giving to a charity, things like that. So not all that shopping. Yeah. yeah. And not all that commercialization. I mean, right. definitely look for the season for what it is. And then also remember that if you are out there and you don't have nobody, you by yourself, it's so many things that you could get into these year, these days, really meaning like, um, you know, meetups and stuff like that. It's other people that don't have family, friends. So you could do that, too. Y'all might you might find a partner to shop together. But right. Yeah. Or whatever you like to do together. <laughs> together. <laughs> together. You put that emphasis together. Well, I mean, it don't have to be shopping is all I'm saying. You know, It could be something else together. Together. Mm. Right. So you got anything that you want to um, add for your personal journal this week? Uh, my personal journal this week is... Uh, Happy and healthy. Remember, I had um, the entire family happy and healthy, but I crossed off the entire family because that's too much responsibility and I don't have control over that. So I am really trying to focus on being happy and healthy. I am a person who suffers from seasonal depression Mm -hmm. and um, I know that I have it and sometimes it gets uh, before I realize what's happening I'm already sunken Mm -hmm. into a depression so I'm really trying to keep my mind occupied and because I already do a lot of things like volunteer work and charitable stuff it's like part of my norm. So sometimes it doesn't help me mm-hmm. getting into that depressed state. So, um, but I'm, am kind of focused. I, I just want to stay cheerful, stay mindful. It was a great, great thing that my little sister got engaged today. And, uh, my daughter called in from Taiwan and was able to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that and was I kept nice. showing her my plate. <laughs> Because you, you're in Taiwan. I just wanted you to see what you was missing. <laughs> right. Cause they're not eating like that at all. Um, so I'm I'm focused right now on being happy and healthy. And I know I'm going to have to start spending. Th- well, I'm going to move into my new place. So that'll be my time alone. I can't wait to tell 
<laughs> about this move and about this place that I'll he seems place. to never be getting. I, I, I um, might need to do Cyber Monday because I need a bed. That's been my thing. I, I'm looking for a bed. Oh, yeah. Definitely look on Cyber Monday then. Oh. I, I'm glad that you um, brought up the fact that you have seasonal depression and that you spoke on that because it's a real thing. It is. And I don't think that a lot of people realize that. And I think that with... Um, I was just thinking about this the other day because I was coming home and it was five o'clock, but it felt like it was like 11 o'clock and I was just feeling like humdrum. Like, this is so like, you know, damn, it's five o'clock. All I want to do is go in here, get in the shower and get in the damn bed. Mm. And it's five o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Life is still going on. So seasonal depression is a real thing. Um, it's good that you're taking heed to the fact that you have it going on and that you're trying to do something about it. And so we want to be very supportive of you during this time. I appreciate I'll make sure I try to call you a little bit more, check on you. Um, clearly, I make you laugh because you're always <laughs> laughing in the beginning of this damn podcast. And so I try to do that a little bit more too. put my joke, my good jokes. <laughs> I mean, I don't always bring out my good jokes, but now that I know you're suffering from it, I'm bringing out my good jokes. But uh, my personal journal for this week is I listen, I said no this weekend to something and I felt terrible about it. And I was like, when I tell you I felt terrible about it, like beating myself up to the point where it was just like you about to do something that you really don't want to do just because you didn't want to say no because you felt bad about saying no and but I said no and I did not do it and it wasn't until the next day that I woke up that I was like you know what oh and well you know what I'm saying but for the whole night I was just like this is terrible and I'm talking about like talking to myself like I, I understand I was like this is terrible I can't believe you ain't gonna do it you just I like understand. it was really like the devil angel sitting on your yes, shoulder like I understand so you ain't gonna go no so you ain't gonna do it no so you don't do it don't go no go it was really like that that's really how I felt and I was in such turmoil about saying no and when I weighed out the pros and cons on why I said no, A, I should have said no, but B, it's like, you all right, let me get the scenario real quick before we get out of here. You know, like when somebody owe you money mm-hmm. and then they be like, let's go Christmas shopping. And you like, and or they call you up and they say, can you take me to the store? And you're like, oh, what you need? Milk? Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, you only getting something right. And they like, no, I was need. trying to go to Walmart to get the TV. And you're like, the TV and now you owe you and now owe you money like oh I owe you a dollar they owe you money like a thousand dollars you know what I'm saying and you want to go to Walmart and get a TV so you ain't think nothing about paying me back now I'm not necessarily saying that that was the scenario I'm just you I mean that was the issue I'm just using that as an example so it's like and you felt bad about that? I was saying that I understand, but I don't. No. So what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I have a problem with certain things and certain people, people. saying no. 
I can say no to anybody. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to certain people, like the family Mm -hmm. or something, if you ask me to do something, unless it's something that's really... She tells me no. Go ahead. Well, unless it's something that's really out of my way, you know. But, like, if a a random said, uh, can you do whatever? Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Somebody at work... No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. I can't. But if my mom asks me to do something, it's very hard for me to say say no. no. You know what I'm saying? And so I said all of that to say I was happy that I said no and stuck to it. Mm -hmm. But I want to get better on feeling like bad about saying the hell, Mm -hmm. the no. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? And usually when I say no... I feel good. Yeah, and I felt terrible. I know. I, I really felt I really felt terrible. And it mm-hmm. was just like, again, I didn't feel good about it until the next day. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to do something for yourself. And if that's something is saying no and sticking to it, mm-hmm. then it is what it is. And, and I've really got to get out of that. Stop putting myself out to make right. somebody else comfortable. Right. right. You, you feel I me? Really, and right. I suffer from that, too. Yeah. So, you know personally and speaking of our personal journals i want to get better at being okay with the no Mm -hmm. and so that's what i'm i'm working on this week in these weeks coming up at a time yeah so (laughs) one no at a time yeah (laughs) that's right and that's yeah i mean it was it was crazy it was powerful Hence my tattoo, power, mm. taking back my power. Um, and I think that that wraps it up for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. We hope that you enjoyed the show this week. Remember that we drop a new episode each and every Monday. We will be here each and every Monday. You can find us wherever you can listen to your free podcast. You can listen to We Did That Shit. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Follow me on my personal Twitter. It's MyMy13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at Babiamina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. So we'll be here same time next week. Remember, have gratitude. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you too.